This is Sad Boy Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today I got a very special guest, a new reggaeton artist. His name is Abel. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. What's up, guys? Uh, so my name's Abel, Abel, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Uh, artist from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. Been uh, new to the music scene, but uh, you know I've been I've been around music for a long time, and it's just uh, I'm trying to. Now it's time to like put out my music. I'm out here putting everything that I can into the music, and it's just trying to make a career out of it. Yes, sir. And the growth, the growth has been like a lot. I was checking out some of your older stuff earlier, and your new stuff, and you could just tell, man. Like over the two years, you're putting in a lot of work, and that's what's most important, right? For sure, bro. Uh, I would say when I first started, man, I was absolutely clueless to all this stuff. Like, I didn't know how it worked, you know, like, uh, basically, like, the production. I didn't know the language, you know, how to communicate with a producer, like, what I wanted. I wasn't working with the same people. And, you know, as you go on, you find you find the people that you want to work with, the people that are right for you, for your style. And then you just you meet in the middle, and then you just, you know, it works out. You find what you want. Yeah, man. The right support system, that's really really important i think it's really honestly one of the most important things in life but we're gonna get to that a little bit later <laughs> i got that i got that covered one question i wanted to ask you though just start off what made you choose to pursue reggaeton damn reggaeton man like i've been listening to reggaeton my whole life you know um since i was a kid it's been around and just like what what since I could remember, man, Daddy Yankee's been making these songs, and I've been singing them since I was a kid, bro. Uh, for a while, I feel like it kind of kind of went away, you know? But in that big, like, I would say when uh, Despacito came out, bro, it was just like a different, you know, brought it to to America, you know? It was just a big, a big, uh, you know, like a big comeback out here. And, you know, I just fell in love with reggaeton again ever since that because I, I hadn't really listened to it much. And then uh, after that, I feel like, a lot of music changed, you know, not just for, for me, but for the whole world. Definitely, yeah. I mean, when that song came out, man, it it really, didn't it win a Grammy? It won a, like an English Grammy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it just really changed the landscape of what Spanish artists can do in America. And then, you know, Cardi B brought on Bad Bunny and J Balvin. You know, they were they were good in their own right, but once Cardi B integrated them into the music scene, like... That's when it really, really, really took off, at least in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I would say that that song is really huge, too. That I like it. That song was, like, one of the hottest. I would say the hottest song that summer because, you know, I had friends who don't even speak Spanish were, like, singing this shit, and I was like, damn. This is when really Bad Bunny was, like, brought to the U.S., and it was crazy. Yeah, I know, and it, I don't know, man. I've liked Bad Bunny since, like, back in the day, Soy Peor, so... For me, it was like, I like the fact that he's getting this exposure, but now everybody's hopping on him, and I'm like, man, you guys don't even know. I think it's great, bro. I think I think um, he's basically he's gonna be like the the girl the goat, bro. Like, I think he's the greatest, and he's gonna be the greatest for a long time. Yeah, hey man, one of the inspirations behind Sad Boy Radio, Sad Boys. <laughs> but you know what I think about. You know, choosing your path in life, right? You choosing reggaeton. It's, especially when it comes to artists, a lot of people have this crossroads. So, J. Cole in college, right? J. Cole 
ended up I'm pretty sure he dropped out of college. Kanye West dropped out of college. A lot of these artists drop out of college. <laughs> big Sean in college, right? He had a full ride to a big university, I'm pretty sure. And he was like, you know what? It's either go to school or pursue what I actually want to do, pursue my dream of music. And it's really a tough decision because there are a lot of uncomfortable positions that you'll be put into when pursuing music. Uh, there are a lot of uncomfortable nights, and it also eats at you know the money that you earn. But for artists, it's not so much of a tough decision because you're creating, man. You're creating something that some people are going to relate to. You're creating something that some people are going to enjoy, and it's just different, man. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's it's difficult to even get to that point where you can be a creator, you know, because I would say it's very uh I don't really see a lot of people like, you know, our parents, you know, that they don't really push for our creative side of our lives, you know. It's mainly like how we come our parents came to the US bro to work, get a job, make money, you know, survive. For us like Music really wasn't an option for me as a kid. I had to do that shit all by myself once I was, you know, living on my own, once I had graduated. After I did that, you know, I loved music, and that's just how I really got into it. That's actually something I talked about on the last episode with a film director. His name's Stephen J. Walsh. And when you're younger, at least as, you know, a Hispanic, as a minority, you're told that, you know, you got to find the right path that's going to earn you enough money to make you comfortable in life. But nobody really supports the decision to go ahead and be an artist. Uh, even when you get older, it's like, oh, you want to do that? All right, go ahead, you know. <laughs> but once you fail, go ahead and find an actual job, you know. They they never expect you to succeed, and that's why, like, like I said, you need to have the right support system, right? Because if you fail, you need somebody there to help pick you back up. Or if you fail, you need somebody to tell you, you know, it's all right, try again. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to quit on yourself. For sure, man. I think that's really important because, like, you know, if you could be you could be making amazing music, bro, if, if like, you know, people don't believe in you, that's just discouraging, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you could be making the best, you can, and you don't even know until, like, people start believing, and then I feel like that's just, like, brings this, like, energy from from you just to be better you know to do better and to keep trying because as of lately man i've had like tremendous amount of support man and that's i feel like that's just like what's kept me going yeah man when people notice what you're doing it's it's big because especially when you're making music because you're putting something out there that you've really put a lot of energy into and when you know people aren't responding to it it's like what what am i doing wrong you know well, you can't really ask anybody that. Yeah, man, it's it's <laughs> it's really like you know at the end of the day you gotta make that decision. Like, you gotta keep pushing, man. So you're pretty fearless, bro, because you know you're you're out here doing it. You got a big gig coming up, Michelada Fest. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, man, uh, it's crazy. It's like the first time I went to Michelada Fest, I wasn't even being, I wasn't even making music. Like, I w- I remember being in the crowd, just like you know listening I, I remember drinking bro we were just turning up you know having a good time and then uh, that that summer after that I was kind of like damn this is you know it's it's great too because I would watch the the performance and stuff that summer was the summer that I made that decision to start making music 
And it was because of, of that festival. I remember, like, being there and, like, knowing people who perform, and I was like, yo, like, that's dope as fuck. Uh, yeah, bro. You know, going to festivals when you're younger, you, you never think about the positions you're going to end up in because there's, like, I never thought I'd be interviewing people that are going to be on a festival lineup, you know? And, like, just the idea right there is crazy. And it's great that, you know, you found that passion that you decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and pursue this music. Uh, like I said, you're fearless, but a question I wanted to ask you, man, you know, what is your biggest fear when it comes to either life or music? Uh, so I want to say it's really a fear, but I just want to make sure that the music that I make, you know, it makes it to the point where it's where it's timeless music. And, you know, it's, you know, life, we're just here for a little bit, you know. I want to make sure that when I'm gone, you know, there's sort of a little bit left, you know. My music, if, if my music can make it, keep going, bro. That'll make me happy. For sure. Yeah, leaving a legacy behind, bro. Uh, leaving something behind that people are always going to remember you by. And it's meaningful because a lot of artists do create music where, sure, it's, you know, it's timeless. It's going to last forever. But it doesn't truly hold meaning. It's more like party music, right? And... You know, that's all cool that to make. Like, everybody loves the party, bro. But sometimes, you know, you just want to have that song where it's from the heart and there's people that are going to relate to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for me, I think that, like, my biggest fear, uh, it used to be failure. I used to be like, oh, damn, like, I can't fail. But now that I'm a little older, I really do understand, like, man, if you fail, then it's it's something to learn by, right? Especially, you know, like I was explaining to you as an artist, right? If your numbers aren't doing well, all right, go back to the drawing board. You're going to find something. You're going to find a way to make it bigger, right? And now it's more so who I'm surrounding myself with. So making sure I have the right people around me because having the right people around you is going to stop you from doing a lot of things. Uh, And then there's also the people that are around you that are just kind of going to use you, right? So August Alcina, he has this song, it's called Don't Forget About Me, where, you know, they know he has the potential to do something big. I'm sure you have those people. Uh, they might come to mind right away where it's like, all right, these are the people that do support me, and then there's people that support me just to get close to me, right? And he says, you know, uh, when you tell me don't forget about me, my advice to you is that you're just being forgettable because now he knows like oh these are the people who aren't really in my corner they're just the people who are gonna want to use me right uh another person i think about um is drake <laughs> because this man been around forever. <laughs> for real J- <laughs> hey draking man but drake you know on the song where you at with uh future you know when you're down who's there bro you know he literally said where you at last winter was the coldest and it's really like, you know, when, I, when I'm down, you know, who's hitting me up? When I'm down, you know, who's got my back? Because really, you know, I'll, I'll see any of you. <laughs> nah, for sure. I mean, definitely, bro. I feel like when, when you're working so hard, you know, the people who are there working with you are the ones that you're going to remember, the people who are supporting you. So when you're at that level where you're working, you're consistently working, you know, you're focused on a goal, and there, and those people are just, like, supporting you and, like, with you, bro, you know who's who's there to be with you and who's who only hits you up when, when it's time, you know, for partying and shit like that, bro. Yeah. You know, you know. 
I don't know, man. I feel like lately I've definitely been surrounding myself with the right people that, you know, I have people that are just supporting my stuff. You know, they're posting, and I'm not asking them to do any of it. They're just posting it, and they're like, I got you, bro. And you know what? That's that's what means the most because nobody has to do that. But I did, you know, I saw a post earlier. It's like it doesn't cost you anything to be supportive of someone. And it supporting someone doesn't hurt what you're doing, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because a lot of people will try to bring you down just because they're down. That's correct, bro. Like, oh, one simple repost of anything that I make, bro, it means the world to me from anybody. You know, I don't care who it is because, you know, that's just like you showing me that you're supporting, that you want your followers to see, you know, what's being made, what we're working on. And that just, like, is meaningful because, you know, I, I don't ask these people. Like, I'll never, like, reach out, like, yo, share this, share this, share this. I, I don't like doing that, bro. I like just doing my shit. And whoever's supporting, bro, like, I appreciate you 100%. And that's crazy, bro, because you had a lot of reposts on that last post. Yeah, bro. It's, it's like, literally, like, but the thing is, like, it's consistent, bro. It's the people who are really fucking with me, like, every time, like, Sometimes when I make a post, like, I don't tell no one, bro, like, but, like, I, I'll know who who my people are going to be reposting, you know. And that's, like, the beauty of it, bro. Like, I don't have to be sending it to people. I don't be, I don't post, like, yo, share this, please. You know, like, I, I appreciate when they post it and I let them know. But I, I don't, like, DM, like, yo, can you share this? Can you do that, bro? Like, that's, them doing that on their own is just, like, you know, it lets me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and that they actually like it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that definitely has to be a good feeling because, I, man, I, I saw that. The video share you put, this man scrolling, scrolling, scrolling a bunch. It's, it's just like sometimes I, I feel bad like resharing everything, bro, because it kind of gets like boring if you're watching my story and shit. So then I like sticking to just like one post, like, thank you, everyone, if you're in here, you know, I appreciate Thanks. you. That's it. At least you let them know, like, hey, you know what? I appreciate you. Sure, man, I'm grateful, like, every single person, bro. So grateful. There you go. All right, so another question I have for you, man. You ready for it this time? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's one event that if it didn't happen to you, you believe you wouldn't be here? Bro, it's, like, all my uh, all my injuries, like, for soccer, bro. Like, before this music shit, like, my goal was set, bro. I was going to be a pro. Like, that was my goal. Like, I had a scholarship for UIC, you know. I was playing with uh, Chicago Fire Academy players, bro. Like, that was my goal. That was my only life that I knew. If I never got injured, bro, like, when I did get injured, like, I had four knee surgeries already. Damn. Yeah, bro. By the time I got to college, I had two knee surgeries. My first one was when I was 14. And I was already, like, getting scouted for college when I was a freshman in high school. And if none of, bro, that, my world was shattered. Like, I felt like I had disappointed everyone who had been supporting me. So, like, I've lost, like, I've lost a lot, bro, like, in the past. So, I feel like that's kind of what's helped me now, like, not be afraid. Because that was, like, the biggest failure. And I was, like, 14, bro. That was my world. That was just shattered like that. That's crazy, man. So, thanks to that, I'm here, man. Hey, everything in life happens for a reason. That's that's honestly what I believe. That's what I think is right because there's a lot of positions I've been in or a lot of things I've done that now I'm in the position I am, right? And I never thought I'd be in a lot of positions I'm in. So I don't know, 
it, it's crazy, man. It's just crazy how life works out. All right, bro. So tell me a little bit about the music you've been making, right? You just put out a new single. You got a, You just put out the video too, right? Yeah, man. So the video was so fun, man. It's so fun to make. Uh, a lot of people were involved, you know. It's just like, I remember it just started as one little idea. And then, you know, once you look at the whole big picture, it's like, damn, like, we did that shit. But, yo, this song, we made it before COVID, bro. This song had been done, you know. I had wrote this song. Uh, one of my, my boy, DJ Prince, the one who originally produced it, sent it over to me. I had never met him. I just had, a, like, a friend of a friend send me beats. So he sent me that. I wrote that shit. It was tight. But, like, it was missing his little piece, you know. So my boy Johnny Carter, um, who's uh, who I mainly work with, uh, you know, what was like during the, this winter, I showed it to him. He's like, "Yo, this is tight. Like, let me let me add a little breakdown." So he did this section where it just kind of breaks down, slows everything down, and he just brought it to life. He did that. I wrote to it, and then you know, like the song was like a brand new song. And then after that, you know, uh, one thing led to another. Like, yo, we should make a video. Boom, boom, got it done, and then here we are. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And really, you know, what I want to know is what's next for you? You know, after Michelada Fest, what do you got planned? Oh, man, just just dropping songs, man. Like, that's really what I'm focused on right now. Like how I said earlier, every song, like, something presents itself. So it's like, really, my only job is to make good music and to put it out. Everything else comes, like, every single time, man. Like, like I told you earlier, I don't have a manager. I don't have anyone who who looks for gigs, who looks for shows. It's just, honestly, shout out to the, the internet, bro. Like, the timeline, everything that we put out, thanks to all the shares, someone important sees it, and then they just reach out to me, and that's it. Like, just reach out directly to me, and then we just settle whatever whatever it is that we're, what they're asking for, what they need, and then another opportunity. Yeah. Know? That's how that's how this came about. Well, Nico too. So shout out Nico, right? Hey, shout out Nico. It's <laughs> my boy. All right. So then, ultimately, you know, you seem like a go with the flow type of dude, especially when it comes with your music. What would you say your goal is? My goal, man. I wanna I wanna make sure that as we keep making music, just like that, it goes, you know, international. That we go to other places around the world and I just hear my music playing there you know my goal is just to to bring that vibe that I do when I when I have my shows here it's like people are loving the songs they're loving the music they're singing back to me in the concerts a lot of my concerts bro like half of the songs like people in the crowd are singing for me and I just love just putting the mic out they sing they sing it for me bro it's like that's what I love about the shows is the the energy that people bring and that's what I would say about, like, every single that I put out. I like putting out songs that are, you know, going to have people dancing, screaming, you know. So when I put out a song, I really focus on bringing that energy. And that's why I really love reggaeton, because I feel like there's just so much energy in a fucking reggaeton song, whether it's a soft, like, you know, like, melodic, or if it's hard, like, Daddy Yankee style. People love that shit, bro. It's just the, the pattern of the drums, like makes you move and makes you sing and it just gets you in a groove you know it's just a good time it's always a good time bro especially at the clubs exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying man hey have you have you had any of your music played at the clubs yet yo <laughs> my first single bro that shit went crazy like like a bunch of clubs shout out to the v5 people because that's those were the people who were passing around kato the seed which is my first single and that song was just going crazy like all the clubs bro all the latino clubs yeah 
And it was dope. People were, like, I'd just be getting notifications from DJ, like, yo, playing this, or friends out in the club, they'll send me a Snapchat. And that's just like, yo, that's fucking dope. I'd be at home, wake up the next morning, and I see that, like, whoa, what the fuck? Hey, were you ever just up there, like, in one of the clubs and your song played out of nowhere? Yo, not out of nowhere. It's usually, like, when I do go to a club and the DJ sees me, like, they'll play it, you know, it's dope as fuck. But, like, it is cool when I walk in, like, say what's up, and then they just play, and I'm chilling, you know, and they play, and I was like, yo, that's fucking dope. You're like, I'm about to hop up there. <laughs> hand, me, hand me the mic real quick. I'll do, a, I'll do a little concert. Yeah, bro. And that was my first concert like that, bro. I did, I had two songs out, and then I performed it, and then uh, that was how, you know, I got into performing. You know, because I never looked into, like, I never thought about performing when I started making music. Like, I remember when I put out my first song, people were trying to book me for shows. Like, fuck, like, I only have one song. How, what, what am I going to do? Like, you know? So I couldn't say yes. But then um, that time that I performed, I had two songs out. So they played it, and then uh, the DJ was like, yo, you can come and sing it. So I played, I sang it, and then, you know, um, I was done with that song and he played my next song and then people were singing that shit and I was like, yo, like I'm gonna just stay up here and sing the next song and then that was my first show, bro. It was crazy. Marcus, uh, M-Doc, that's the DJ that was spinning. Yeah. Shout out to him. So he's the one who reached out to me for Michelada Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned him earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> so what club was it? It was at White Bar. White Bar? It was on my birthday too. It was crazy. You're young, bro. You're young. That's what we were talking about earlier is that, you know, at 25, a lot of people are still trying to figure their life out. I mean, I am too, bro. I, I wouldn't say I have it down, but, you know, like, I have one thing that I love, which is music. And like you said, I'm go with the flow, bro. If it's working, you know, why switch it up, you know? So we're just doing this, bro. Like, literally, my, my music career started, I would say, by accident, bro, because I was making music just for fun. You know, the first song that I did... I sent it to one of my friends, and I was, like, you know, just early stages, bro. I didn't know, like, what I was doing, like I told you earlier. I, and then I would post on my stories, like, yo, I'm in the studio. i just in my crib, you know? I'm in my fucking house, like, yo, in the studio. And then finally I would post snippets of shit that I would actually work on. One of my boys, uh, his name's Chapaloon. Shout out Chapaloon. He's from Vision 55. He, uh, he's like, yo, I really like the little snippets you're posting. Like, send me a song. And then, like, I had one song. That's the one song that I had. So I sent it to him. He's like, yo, this is dope. Like, let me make you a promo. And I was like, what the fuck is a promo? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, send me a picture of you and send me the song. And so, like, 10 minutes later, bro, he sent me this video of fucking uh, design with me on it, like, moving cars and shit with the song in the back. I'm like, yo, that's fucking fire. So I'm like, bro, can I post this? And then he's like, yeah. So I posted that shit. Like, I had never had, like, Instagram traffic like that before, bro. People were sharing it. And next thing you know, people were asking, like, yo, when are you putting this out? Bro, I had no idea how to put out a song, like, at that point. I was literally just making music in my room. Like, that was all I was doing. So he started my career for me. Yeah. So I would give him, like, bro, like, I home, I home a lot. I mean, that's how it starts, bro. A lot of people, they're just making music in the room. Next thing you know, you know, you blew up. We talked about that one time with Bryson Tiller, how he was working at Papa John's and then out of nowhere, don't blew up. This shit's funny as hell, bro. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, your life can change overnight. Overnight celebrity, bro. <laughs> Twista. <laughs>
all time long with Billy Ray Cyrus and hopped off the stage. That was it. <laughs> all right, that's a fucking banger, though. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Yeah. No, that is crazy, bro. You're right, bro. All right, bro. Moving forward, I got you on our last question. What's up? All right. So who are some inspirations for you? Uh, who brought you to this point? Uh, you could decide between personally known people and artists. It seems like you've talked about a lot of them, but go ahead and just talk about how, you know, they've touched your life in a bit, both artists and, you know, just people you know. I would say starting with artists, man, um, Ozuna is, like, my favorite artist that I would say. My favorite artist, um, he really inspired me to want to make music because of how good his music was. Like, Odisea and um, what was the other album? Um, the, the one after that one? Yeah, the one after that. Uh, no, the one before that. Uh, what was it? Aura. Oh, there you go. So those two albums, bro, they inspired the fuck out of me. And then when, like, I went to see him in concert, I was like, yo, like... This is dope. Like, like people were singing, bro. Like, I just saw the energy there. And that's when I made that decision to, like, yo, I'm going to go 100 in this. Because at that point, it was where I, well, that's when I was making music, you know, just for fun type shit. But then when when I saw that concert, bro, the, the feeling that it gave me, the songs that he makes, I'm like, yo, this is achievable. Like, he's literally just talking about things about having good times, you know, about women, about partying, about love. And I'm like, bro, that's not something that I can't do, you know? So I would say he inspired me to, like, go full in as an artist. Osuna's concerts are dope. The only problem is, like, bro, I went to his Aora uh, tour, right? He sang the whole song with the instrumental, cut it out, sang a cappella, repeated the whole thing, the whole fucking concert. I'm like, bro, I swear to you, bro, every single song. So he'd sing it with the band, uh-huh. He'd cut it out like near the end, sing a cappella for the rest of the song, start the next song with the band, cut it out a cappella, and like the whole fucking were you, concert. Were bro. you at all stage? Yeah. I was probably yeah. at the same yeah, concert. Yeah, the bro. whole fucking concert. That bro. was the concert. I'm yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, bro. I saw Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was lit. I saw Prince Royce. I, I seen Romeo. Like, I've seen a lot of fucking artists. So, I think for me, it was the fact that, like, I knew every fucking song, bro. Like, beginning to end. I'm the whole same. album, bro. Yeah, so, like, I didn't pay attention to, like, like, I was just singing, bro. Like, I was, felt like I was in a fucking concert. What? Were you on the floor? Yeah, that's why he also didn't pay attention. Yeah. Shit, if I was on the floor, I wouldn't be paying attention to that shit either. Nah, but, nah, Asuna's good. I, I like him. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like he's just a vibe, bro. He's a vibe on a sun on a summer day. I feel like he also like made to get them like take it to another level out here, bro. Like when Odisea came out, I feel like I would hear that song, that album everywhere, bro. bro. Like everywhere. I looked at my Spotify, bro. I listened to his album for a whole year, like one song straight. <laughs> Which for song? a whole year. No, like, a song from the album. Oh. Like, bro, he was my number one artist for, like, three years straight already. What's your favorite song off that album? Ahora would probably be uh, Tu Olor. And then uh, Odisea would probably be Farsante. Yeah? That song would hit. Bro. Uh, which one, which version do you like better, the f- regular or the remix? I like the original. The for real? Yeah. There you go. It's harder, bro. You think so? Yeah. Them. 
Who hurt you, bro? I remember, bro, after games, we would play it in the locker room. <laughs> the whole team would be screaming it, bro, like, singing this shit. Bro, like, bro, he fucking, like, changed it, bro. Like, he'd have fucking us, bro, like, dudes, fucking 20 dudes in the room just fucking singing this song, bro. Bro. He's raw. All right, all right. So a- after the artist, right, people that you personally know, who do you feel has inspired you the most? Inspired me the most? I would say the people that I work with, bro. Like, people that I work with now. Because in the beginning, I really didn't know anyone, you know? I was kind of just, like, looking for for a way to, you know, for some guidance. But then you kind of, you kind of like, figure out who's helping you and who's, like, you know, you start, like, sliding people who are not really helping you out and shit and then i feel like i'm at the point where i know who's on my team and who wants to help and then it's just like my the people that i work with bro they're just so talented i would say they're all like amazing like at their own job production or like business and like whatever they're doing bro i would say uh johnny's like one of my biggest inspirations because how talented he is with his production that's your dj right he's uh my produce well he produces and for the shows he djs yeah okay and then you were telling me his brother is your engineer right yeah he's a sound engineer shout out shout out to sam there you go there you go i was about to tell you give him a shout out bro yeah the 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 bros bro they're they're tight man they're dope all right bro so now we're gonna close out the show so the way we like to do it here is we go ahead and ask the person to bring a special item. Uh, your item was a little too big to bring, so we're just going to plug in a video at the end uh, to show you guys. But go ahead and talk about it. So uh, Chico, everybody who knows me knows Chico. They know it's my boy, it's, it's my son. And literally, my dog is the most valuable thing in my life that I would say, bro. I love my dog like like nothing else. Uh, that's like your fur baby bro that's my (laughs) that's my first child bro you know that's that's my boy you know uh he's a blue nose pit he's dope as fuck hey man everybody's got something that's your companion huh that's like that's uh, that's your emotional support animal more than that bro (laughs) right and uh that's what's up man i was looking at getting a dog uh i actually roma posted a dog yesterday you saw that Nah, bro, this dog's like, that's a nice-ass dog. I hit him up. I'm like, yo, where'd you get that dog? He's like, I don't know, bro. My little brother came home with it. But, yeah, it's a nice-ass dog. I'll show you. But that's dope, man. You know, everybody has something in their life that, you know, is of sentimental value. And, hey, your first child is a pretty good good start. Well, thank you, bro. I really appreciate you hopping on today. I know we had a little complications earlier, but I really, really appreciate you making out today. Had a great time. Uh, go ahead and give yourself a shout out and you know give the plug for your socials. Uh, first of all, shout out Sad Boys Radio. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate you. And uh, like I said earlier, my name's Abel, Abel Abel, and you can find me anywhere on my socials are Abel Abel Music. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you all for watching Sad Boy Radio. Shout out Vic for producing it once again, and we'll catch you guys later. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Peace out. Peace. Si lo que busca placer no lo va a encontrar con él. No me importa en dónde esté, yo se lo digo cada vez. Mami, cuántas veces tengo que decirte ese bobo que tú tienes ya tiene que irse. Tú me tienes.